Hello, Fitness World. This is Wally with Fitness Reality and Motivation. Today's topic is time under tension. So we talk about this a lot in my gym, and it's a lot of articles on it and, and videos on it uh, all over the place. So I'm going to try to just it, uh, address it as, as quickly as I can, as, as thoroughly as I can, in a uh, you know in a decent amount of time. So you know, so muscles don't know weight. Only tension. It's kind of like if you're going, you know, a regular, you know, say you're just doing a one-one tempo. So one second up, one second down. Let's do a curl, for example. You know, you go one second up, one second down, one second up, one second down. Now, obviously, you take three to five seconds to go up and down. That same weight seems a lot heavier because you're holding it going so much slower and you're almost going into an isometric which is basically an isometric is actually moving it uh going against an immovable object of course it's compensating uh and yielding type of con- uh, uh, uh isometrics but we're not going to be going through that today it's on another video so time under tension is important to build muscle okay now research has shown okay that in order for time under tension Time under tension to contribute to a meaningful, a meaningful muscle growth, you also need to be using sufficiently heavy weights. Sufficiently heavy weights. Did I spit that out right? Okay. So about 60% of your one rep max or higher. So time under tension, if you could normally just do a curl with, let's say you could easily do a curl with 30 pounds or one, you know, one arm curl with 30 pounds, you know, you, you know, a five pounds or eight pounds or 10 pounds is, is not you know, going very, very slow is not going to virtually do nothing. Okay. So that's not what we're talking about. So you have to be around 60% of that one rep max. So let's say you can only max out at 50 pounds with one, but you can do about eight or 10 with 30 or whatever it may be. So you need to do the 60%. So you need to use uh, the appropriate weight breakdown. Okay. So with that said, if a weight isn't heavy enough, it isn't likely to stimulate much growth, no matter how much time under tension you produce, because you really got to activate those muscle fibers. So you got to have those uh, muscle fibers activated deep, deep, deep into your muscle tissue, not just, so to speak, superficially. All right. So to add on that, as your muscles get stronger, they can produce more what they call absolute tension. Okay. So a weight that's difficult but effective will be less so several months from now, okay? So basically, if you're using a weight, 30-pound curl, for example, a few months down the road, that 30-pound weight, if you're training correctly, enough reps, enough intensity, enough sets, enough times a week, it's not going to be very good a few months down the road. You're going to be stepping up the weight because you've become stronger. So what caused that? Because your muscles have been put under absolute tension. So you've torn those muscle fibers, those those micro tears. They've broken down. You've torn them. They've rebuilt kind of like a callus and become stronger. So when you train correctly, and you're progressively adding more weight because you're training correctly, that's called progressive tension overload or progressive training overload. 
is most of your certifications, your all your documents, all your fitness, all your athletic guide or guidelines and, and, and studies uh, talk about progressive tension overload. And in a nutshell, what that is proving or what that's talking about, the progressive tension overload, and, and what many, many, many studies have shown, I mean, solid studies, okay, obviously, uh, that it's the foremost mechanical factor involved in muscle growth. So it's progressive, progressively adding, getting, you know, doing your reps and sets and intensity rights, you know, the consistency. So it's it's that progressive overload, adding and adding and adding, okay, that's the foremost mechanical factor involved in muscle growth. That's adding and adding and adding, which makes obviously common sense. It's a primary uh, determinant of how big and strong you get from your training. So if you're using the same weight three months from now, that's not a good idea unless you're just wanting to maintain or as you get older in your 70s or 80s and 90s and you want to get maybe a little stronger but maybe not you just kind of want to level off and you just want to stay fit and not keep piling the weight on and that's that's a whole different story there was a study done that they racked up almost 40 percent more time under tension when using a slower weightlifting tempo Basically, the subjects in this particular study were able to do about 60% more total reps than when they used a faster weightlifting tempo. So I want to repeat that. In that study, and many studies, despite racking up almost 40% more time, so if you're taking five seconds to go up and five seconds to go down instead of one or one second up and down, so you're spending 40% more time and attention because you're going three, four, five seconds up and down, okay? You know, despite using that, uh, you know, 40% more time under tension, uh, under tension, you know, doing it so slow, the subjects in those studies were able to do 60% more total reps when they used a faster weightlifting tempo, okay? So 60% more total reps when they went a, like a one-two tempo instead of maybe a four-five tempo, four or four, four or five seconds instead of maybe one or two seconds going up and down. So they were able to do 60%, again, 60% more total reps when they went faster reps, controlled, but faster. So what that says is they uh, basically translates into a much more total work, weight times rep being done which is producing more powerful building muscles. So it, it's so you can do time under tension, which is good, and we do it at our studio. It's okay to go slow, but your muscles wear out fast, and you might not be able to do as many sets. So if you go a little quicker, controlled, no momentum, but do it a little quicker, you can do more reps, more sets, so the total volume is more, okay? Which is another podcast in, its, in itself. So you can go slow. You might go five seconds up, five seconds down. After three, four sets, you might be done, okay? But if you can do, you're doing eight to 12 repetitions instead of maybe four or five, and, and you know, you can do seven or eight sets, the whole overall volume adds up more. But when it comes to tut, time under tension, instead of focusing on the number of reps of an exercise, 
it aims to make you or athletes or anybody slow down and perform the exercise with obviously less momentum. Okay, now you've probably seen this around, probably see people go really slow sometimes. Okay, so basically, time under tension, tut, keeps muscles under resistance for a longer amount of time, which helps improve muscle strength and endurance but there's a time and a place for it again you're not going to get total volume out of it you're not going to be doing that moving the weight that much but you're activating more muscle fibers during every single inch that you're moving nice and slow okay so you're you know you're going really slow all the way down in that curl and really slow on the way up instead of maybe a one second up one second down okay you may be taking three four five seconds down and three or four five seconds up okay so you're having time, more time under tension, but you wear out faster. And overall, if you do the one second up, one second down, you can do more reps, more sets. Okay, which is better? Neither. They're both. They both have their place. They're both good to do. Now, there was a study done in the Journal of Physiology that. Uh, it was with specifically with athletes, okay, not the average everyday person, who did their movements. Let's say, let's just say, a, 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 we'll stick with the curl, okay, eccentric and concentric, okay. It's six seconds each versus one second. So six seconds up, six seconds down, which I personally train and I do my my clients typically do about four or five seconds, okay, compared to one second up, one second down, which is typically what you'll see in a, 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 in a, in a, in a, in the average gym, okay, or even faster, okay. So what this says is, so when they did the six seconds each versus the one second each, it increased the acute amplitude of mitochondrial and sacroplasmatic protein synthesis, okay? And basically, that's how your mitochondria, you know, and your muscles and your fibers actually work and respond and build up strength. It resulted in a robust, I love that word, but delayed stimulation of myofibrilia. All right, so with that said, and I repeat it, myofibrilia protein synthesis happens 24 to 30 hours after resistance training, okay? In other words, you get the same metabolic benefits post-workout as you would a day after performing powerful, fast bursts, high-intensity interval training. So the benefits of this is TUT, allows the body's proprioceptive responses, your body's responses, to endure a challenge and cohesive, uh, in cohesiveness with the weight or resistance being used. Okay, so let me explain it this way so I can spit it out right. So instead of focusing on simply your ability to lift the weight itself, you can slow down a movement and challenge yourself even more during each phase of that movement. So you can really concentrate, really squeeze, really move the arc of that particular movement more precise, with less momentum, very accurate, fire more muscle fibers, fire more muscle neurons, of course, with the fibers, 
okay? Which is going deeper, deeper into muscle tissue, giving you strength, just about like an isometric, which is holding something under tension for a period of time, okay? Which is the foundation of strength. So, so again, the, the good part about it is it, 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 you know, your body responds to the challenge, okay? Your, your muscles are activating more consistently, deeper, okay? You're not rushing through the movement. You're slowing it down. Uh, basically, a negative movement is what a lot of people call this, okay? So you're really going very, very slow. And the positive movement, okay, uh, the eccentric or the concentric, like the bicep would be coming up, squeezing it is the concentric. So you're going slow up. When you go slow down, it's typically called the negative and, 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 and movement, like for your curl. So your biceps curling up, and as you go down, you slow it down two, three, four, five seconds. That's the eccentric, the negative movement. That's where a lot of people, good bodybuilders and powerlifters and athletes will train. That's what you want. But now we're talking the whole movement. And again, there's a time and a place for all of this. So in essence, and again, you don't want to do this all the time, okay? Part of your set, part of your, you know, part of your sets, you know, a couple times a week or so. But uh, ultimately, uh, tut, you get more out of every rep, okay? Again, it's time under tension. Again, it's not all the time. It's uh, not, not for every every type of training, but it's effective for most of the time and for most people, okay? Uh, so you get more out of each rep. It could, and again, it could be super beneficial, okay? So uh, let's say your heaviest uh, uh, weight, your, your 10-pound dumbbells are starting to feel a little light. And I, and I think today alone, I was talking that to some uh, some of my, our members, okay? So let's say you're not quite ready to go to a heavier weight. You can't, not quite ready to go to a 30. You're, let's say you're at a, uh, you're, you're at a, uh, a 25, but the 25 is too light. You slow it down. Up and down to fire up those muscle neurons, those muscle fibers, and it'll work your muscle and get you stronger, kind of in that in-between from a 25 to 30, so to speak, on your weight, okay? It's a great way to train. Slow your reps down. You can do a 1-1 tempo, 1-2 tempo, 2-3 tempo, all different kinds out there. You can contact me if you want more information on it, but it's a great way to train. Been around for a long time, especially the negative or isometrics parts of it. This is kind of like, you know, part of all that type of training. Longer video than I thought. So I want to cover the effectiveness. So Tut forces muscles to work harder and in return improves his endurance, strength, muscle tone, and all, while all preventing uh, muscles from, uh, while preventing uh, muscles from adapting to a regular resistance training and plateauing. So it's easy to plateau, okay? You could plateau with this, but it's a great way to break that plateau. So if you hit a plateau and you're not hitting it right and you're doing the normal, like a one, two tempo, okay? Like let's say one second up in a curl, two seconds down in a curl, and you're just hitting a plateau. It's a great way to stimulate those muscle fibers and break that plateau. Guarantee, promise, do it, it works. Bottom line, time and attention can save time, less chance of fatigue and injury, but don't do it all the time, okay? Time and a place for it. Hope this wasn't too convoluted and that you guys got the drift of it. Love you guys. Say your prayers. Take your vitamins.
Thank you everyone for listening to Fitness Reality and Motivation. A lot of people ask me, what is the most important thing when it comes to working out? A magic pill, so to speak. And this is what I tell them. So what's the most necessary thing in getting fit? Your effort. Your effort is a necessary thing. Your discipline is a necessary thing. Your intensity is a necessary thing. This is the secret to fitness success. Do this and it is almost impossible to fail. Just showing up does not work and all the various diets and exercises in the world will not work unless you put in your 100% hard muscle burning body sweating effort. That's the secret. Remember, keep your body fit. It's the only place you have to live in. God bless.